Welcome to George Alabama Sports Live Show. Thrip Barringer here with my partner in crime, Richard Holdridge. And we got a good show for you. We're live here at the Beck Center on Pacelli's campus. We just did the Pacelli coach, basketball coaches show with Bryant and Corey. You do one with Coach Jesse Purdue here on George Alabama Sports Live. Um, but got a, a great show for you. We're going to hit on a lot of topics. Going to go about 30, 45 minutes, Richard. We haven't done a show in a long time, and we plan on going back to Happy Hour Bar and Grill here in the next couple of weeks. And uh, let's go ahead and get into it, Richard. Um, we haven't done a show in, a, in quite some time, and a lot has happened over that time period. I want to say thank you again to Jeff Battles and Muskogee County School District for allowing us to do their annual Christmas tournament. We did the semifinals, which you had Carver Shaw come down to the wire, Hardaway Absolutely. Spencer. Um, both those games were excellent. Those were just the semifinals. The championships both lived up to the height with Carver Hardaway, girls behemoth matchup, and then um, Spencer Carver lived up to the hype too. So thank you again to Jeff Battles. Had a lot of fun there. Richard, real quickly, uh, your thoughts on the Muscogee County Christmas tournament that was a few weeks ago. It was a great success. I mean, it really lived up to the hype. I mean, it was the matchups we were wanting, especially on the girls' side with the two top teams in the Columbus area, Hardaway Carver on the boys' side. I mean, it was pretty much the most heated rivalry, like, in the Columbus area. Carver-Spencer, it was the matchup we wanted. And I really had fun calling the games. And really, Carver, which, by the way, is still undefeated, you know, the resiliency, being down 40-19 to 19 against Shaw on their home court. They come all the way back. Champ Simpson with a go-ahead bucket. Tony Montgomery fouls out in the game. And Carver is able to come back and beat Shaw to advance to the championship. Incredible. Incredible game. Um, and glad that we were got to be a part and of it. One more thing. In the third-place game, Shaw, Lady Raiders, down by two against Spencer. Tierra Tucker steals the ball, ties it, steals it again, puts up the go-ahead bucket. Carver gets third place in the Muskogee County Christmas. Or, or Shaw gets third place in the Muskogee County Christmas. And Hardaway Christmas. beat Shaw on the boys' side. So great job to those teams. Then the next week, uh, I was also able to go to Tiff County um, to Incredible. watch Pacelli play a really good Tiff County team. They came up short, but a great game to go to. The next week, we had Border Wars, which I was able to call Wednesday two games. You called two games. But then you did the semifinals in the championship, which Glenwood girls and boys both won. Glenwood girls beat Lee Scott in the championship, their rival. Glenwood boys beat Deerfield Windsor, a 3A school in the GIAA. Right. That's up there with Heritage. It's a team that may can win it all this year in 3A of the GIAA. So, looking at those teams, seeing, being able to go on those runs, I mean, excuse me, on those runs, but go to that tournament. Great job. Um, by Coach Purdue, first off, for a three-day tournament that had a champion. Usually it's just like a classic in two days. He decided to make it a championship this year. But you were there to call those last two days, Richard. Talk about the experience for you. And um, overall, just a great couple days at Glenwood with some high-level private school basketball. Well, it was a long three days of tournament play at the Border Wars. This was the first where they had the championship bracket and a consolation bracket. The two teams from Columbus, Calvary Christian and Glenwood, were in the Border Wars. You had teams like Otaga Academy. You had Deerfield Windsor. You had Abbeville Christian. Lee Southland Scott. Academy. Lee Scott. Of course, you can't forget about Lee Scott. Abbeville Christian, you said them, I think. And, then, and, and it also had just outstanding play. Edgewood Academy was another team that uh, they had a, just a – outstanding team on the girls' side. But the, the Glenwood girls, we'll start with the, with the Glenwood girls winning the Border Wars, defeating Lee Scott Academy, their longtime rival. I thought that the Calvary Christian girls had a valiant effort. They did take seventh place. They did lose to Edgewood. But then they lost uh, by one point to Southland Academy. 
And but they really actually did good. I think uh, Coach Norton's got a good team that right now they're and I'm going to say this, well. Richard. Great job by Coach Norton, and uh, I just came up short. But Coach Gordon getting a big win against Edgewood. You called oh, it huge. right at the buzzer. Coach Purdue, we actually called the game with you. But Calvary um, coming in seventh place. Great job by them. And uh, Coach Gordon's got a big game Friday against Konos. We'll be there for that one, Richard, exactly. to broadcast it. That's a game that, that matters in the gaps, Lee, that Calvary is in. Um, but talk about Glenwood. You said the girls beat Lee Scott, great win. And then the boys able to take on a really good deal for a Windsor team right. and win. And it's really since losing – that first game in Tennessee on that tournament, we'll talk about Glenwood. They've been playing really good basketball as of late. Yeah, they have an eight-game win streak. I mean, they've played a lot of teams, three games in three days like the Border Wars, but you know, beating Deerfield, Windsor, and it really starts with this team that's starting to get healthy. I mean, Griff Gardner is going to be back from injury. I mean, I saw him warming up against Stratford yesterday, but really – it starts with their freshman point guard, Jadarian Holloway, also known as Swag, as he has really been the leader, the floor general. He sees the floor, has high basketball IQ. The shooters, Levi Pender. I want to talk about Camden White because he came up clutch. They were down by five mm -hmm. against Abbeville. Camden White shoots a three, and they're down by two. They get a big stop. He gets a go-ahead bucket, and they beat Abbeville by two. A team and I that was there calling You were there, game, and yep. they could have lost that game, and, and they could have went in the consolation bracket. But with them winning, they just carried that momentum, and uh, they took on Southland Academy. That was a game that was a little bit more in – Glenwood just ran away within the second half. It was yeah. a close first half, but really it started with Mason McCrane. He had six blocks. Tyler Sykes down in the middle, Levi Pinner shooting from the outside. And I like seeing the other players like Camden White, Lamont Burton get more involved. And you see them having a lot of minutes. Braden Gooden has been getting a lot of minutes. And really, they're carrying the load for Griff Gardner being out. But winning that championship against Deerfield Windsor, and they really have continued carrying on that momentum, getting a big win against Valiant Cross on the road, beating Macon East on Friday and beating Stratford yesterday. And we'll talk about those when we get into the rankings. But um, Border Wars, great job by them. Then I was able to go, me and Chris, to do Bocelli's run in the Lee County Classic. They had 16 teams in it, eight from Florida, eight from Georgia. They beat a team uh, in Daughtery, who's a 3A really good team that plays in the same league as, as Carver, same region. They beat them. That's a 3A public school. Right. And remember, the Bocelli is a private school. I have to harp on that. Then they beat Ocoee. That's a 6A public school from Florida out of Orlando. And then came up just short. They led in the first half against Lee County, a team that played in the state championship the year before. The year before that, played in the Final Four and probably a favorite to play in the Final Four this year. Um, Coach Irvin Davis, he's got – Kervin Davis has got a really good program in Lee County. And Jadence Ford put up 46 points wow. on 14-17 shooting, only three missed shots, efficient – for someone at that age in the 10th grade to score 46 points, you would think he had to take 25, 30 shots. He took 17, only missed three. He was efficient. He got everyone involved. If he had any help, and I know it's just an off night for guys like T.J. Smith, Matthew Melvin, if anybody was able to hit some shots, they probably were going to beat Lee County. So great performance for them. I know Carver did well um, as they played in the Classic Hardaway. They both won both their games in the class that they played in up in LaGrange. Just great basketball for the last couple of weeks in Border Wars and the Muscogee County Christmas tournament along with the other teams that went and traveled. And we were glad to get it all done. But it's time now. As Richard did a show on Tuesday, 
and uh, took the city by storm. He uh, put out his high school basketball rankings, which is, uh, listen, more power to you, and we're going to actually put out ours for Georgia Alabama Sports Live this week on Tuesday's show, me and Richard, and we'll have some coaches on as well. Should be interesting. Should be a fun show on Tuesday. Um, but, Richard, you came out with yours. We're going to debate a little bit, talk about some of the top teams around this area, and both boys and girls' side. Then we'll hit on some NFL a little bit of the national championship, and then we'll get out of here. We won't touch on NBA or college basketball. we got plenty of time for that as uh, it's only halfway through the season. They're just now starting to play games that matter, and specifically talking about college basketball. But, Richard, let's get into it. Let's talk about your rankings. And we'll start with the girls first. All right, and looking at your girls' rankings, going from 10 to 1, number 10 you have, and we're only doing Tri-City area. We're not including Auburn or Lee Scott, I guess you didn't put Lee Scott in here because we have yeah, not called any games. It's for just going to be Tri City, but Columbus when we do ours area. on Tuesday, we will add them. Um, you know what? We may not because we haven't done a Lee Scott game. We we won't do any Auburn games this year. Um, we probably won't hit on them as much. But let's talk about the rankings. Number ten, Calvary, six and six. Michaela Reed, eighth grade. We're talking about eighth graders. Grace Smith, Michelli. She's putting up twenty a game. Michaela Reed for Calvary, at six and six. And they only lost by six points against Shaw. On Friday. And Tierra Tucker, really good player for Shaw. Next is Spencer. They came in fourth place in the Muskogee County Christmas Tournament. Uh, they got two sisters that are just phenomenal basketball Absolutely players. Phenomenal. And I cannot, and, and now I'm, I'm drawing the a, Burke sisters. Yeah, the, Alexandria, Alexandria Burke, Naomi Burke. Yeah, and Naomi. Th those girls are elite. Um, Naomi, leading scorer. Alexandria, just really good basketball players on Spencer. And I expect them to maybe even win a region championship this year and their classification of two-way. They're seven and two on the season. Then you got Shaw nine and five. Coach Crowell's got his girls playing good basketball right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. They're nine and five. They did lose, so they're nine and six now. They did lose one, by Heartbreaker one point. to Bainbridge. Yes. Um, then they, they were up big in that game. And, and, they, and he they, couldn't believe they, they were up by twelve. He couldn't believe they lost it. But Shaw, another team, Bainbridge it lost at home. Still I mean on the road. They still got to play them at home. Shaw Girls, watch out. I see them being a top-two team, maybe getting a host, a playoff game. Great job by Coach Crowell, and they're at number eight. And I do want to say that a big region game this Friday night as Shaw takes on Hardaway. Number seven is Central, Jabria Lindsay. That's all we can say. They're yeah. nine and eight. They've had some tough losses. They'll be in the mix as a top-16, maybe an elite-eight team. Uh, but Jabria Lindsay putting up 25 a game. Now, these records reflected last Tuesday night's show. By the way, on the Sports Beat, I did a Sports Beat show, and I just want to say it is the most watched Sports Beat show in my history. I've done my podcast for four years, but I know that being under the Georgia Alabama Sports Live umbrella, I know we get a bigger audience, but I just, I just want to say that was a huge, successful show, and I want to continue to include you in the shows, and that's why we're doing a Georgia Alabama Sports Live show on Tuesday. Yeah, and we're going to break out our new rankings. Um, but I do want to say that Central actually beat Auburn on Friday, so their record is a lot better than yeah, the 90 they, they, Again, this came out last Tuesday, and a lot of teams have played, um, so I won't include their rankings right now. Bocelli, um, good win last night, as, or excuse me, yeah, yesterday against Loganville, Loganville Christian. Yeah. Um, and our rankings are buying about how, how good of a chance they have to win it all this year, and I think they got a good a chance as anyone in 4A. Coach Thomas with Michaela Osley and – Grace Smith, one of the best players in the, players in the Tri City area. I mean, yeah, she's she's one of the leading scorers. I think she's ranked fourth in scoring, and it, when you you got to put her up there with Tierra Tucker, Jabria Lindsay, 
you got uh, Jasmine Thornton for Carver and, of course, Michaela Reed for Calvary. Michaela Hosley's right there with them. I think this is where I, I disagree with you. You got Miss Broom. Um, Brooke Bass. Brooke Bass, the leading scorer, and Coach Ramsey Dunn's Harris County Tigers, who are 10-2 and, and going to win region, uh, their region in 5A at number five. I would have had them a lot higher. I think Coach Dunn, who's been to a Final Four, has a team that could win it all this year. They got size inside with Broom, who can block shots. She can finish with either hand. Got great footwork. Bass on the outside as a, a, a playmaker that knows how to run. A Coach Ramsey Dunn, light, like offense. She's established culture. She's one of the top coaches around. Harris County's got some really good wins. I know they lost to Carver, but I like this Harris County team a lot. I would have had them a little bit higher, but at number five, they're a really good basketball team. Number four, undefeated Smith Station. I would have had them Harris County ahead of them because I don't think Smith Station's played near they the town that Harris County yeah. has. But they are undefeated, and I see you giving them the respect. Yeah, I, I'm giving them the respect because they are undefeated. We have not seen Smith Station yet. I, I actually don't even know anything about them. But, uh, yeah, I put them in the rankings just because they were undefeated. Yeah, I, I, have, I think they're a little high. Again, Harris County would be in my top four. Number three, Glenwood. They're the favorite. And 3A to win it all this year. They're 15-5. and five, um, And they lost to Stratford, but that's also because one of their best players didn't play. Oh, they did lose to Stratford on December the 2nd. But that's because yeah, exactly. uh, Kayla Davis didn't Tekayla play. Davis didn't play. And Davis was a big factor in this one. They dominated Stratford. Um, oh, made absolutely. a statement. They actually and, did. They and Glenwood, great, I think, great win. 3A team in AISA to win it all. Coach Purdue to Kayla Davis, Anna Grace Griggs. I think she's been the most improved player in the city. She's putting up double-digit scoring. She was someone last year that was about third or fourth option. Right. She now may, need, may be the number one option, like 1A, 1B, with her and to Kayla Davis. Well, she had back-to-back 20-point games. It's really it's the passing of, of Hallie Palmore. The, the steals going up and down the floor. She has really been creating offense for the Glenwood Lady Gators. And really, Bobby Taylor Brazil coming off the bench. You got Tekayla Davis, which is a double-double just about every night. And then you also have Olivia Slocum shooting three from behind the arc. I mean, they got a deep team. Yeah. Coach Purdue has got a team that they're riding momentum. They got a big game this Thursday night against Lee Scott Academy and and we get ready for region play. The, I believe the Glenwood Lady Gators are going to do well. And really, if we're doing it off the criteria we did for football rankings, path to the state championship, why not put Glenwood at number three? Number two, George Washington Carver. They're a top four team in everybody's rankings in 3A. They're 7-3. and three. Coach Onley's played some tough teams. Aubrey Wilkins, what can we say about oh, her? incredible. Uh, and now I'm thinking. Jasmine Thornton. Jasmine Thornton. Yeah, um, Chubb Williams. Chubb Williams. I, I knew I was drawing a blank. Chubb Williams. I mean, and Thornton just, by the way, just won an MVP in a uh, tournament they just played in a classic. Yeah, the she so, got game uh, classic okay. up in Atlanta. So great job by Coach Hundley's team. Carver, another favorite to win it all. Um, and Coach Hundley's got another deep team. He can play nine or ten. Uh, and they came up short against Hardaway, but I expect them to win a region again. Uh, they're probably like seventh straight and be a favorite to make it to the Final Four. The number one team, I think the team that – is my favorite to win the 4A state championship when all things are clicking and they're fully healthy, in which they are right now. It's the Hardaway Hawks, Coach Kelly Ellison's team, Deja Burrell. Um, and we're talking about Michaela Johnson, who was Sports Vision's Player of the Year last year, doing great things this year. Uh, A.K. Shelton, she's blocking everybody's shot, it seems like. This team is loaded from top to bottom. They got scores. They are deep. And I like Coach Ellison's team a lot. Really good basketball 
teams. Hardaway, Glenwood, Harris County, Pichelli, I mean, Central, having the leading score. There is so much talent when it comes to gross basketball around this area. And I put up – I agree with your top three. I would add Harris County four, um, and, and those are my top four. Harris County, Glenwood, Carver, Hardaway when it comes to winning a state championship this year. Really good rankings, Richard. Well, I appreciate that, Thrift. And we can only put ten teams on there, but there's one team that I kind of feel was number 11, and that's the team that – Coach Ellis, Kelly Ellison's sister coaches at, is the Brookstone. Kim Ellison, yeah. Kim Ellison. She coaches at Brookstone. I would put them at number 11. It's, it's hard to pick a list when you can only pick 10 teams. Yeah, and remember, Brookstone, which is 9-6 and six this year. Um, yeah, the Brookstone – excuse me, that's the boys' team. I, I, I was going to try to find the girls real quickly. Um, but Coach Kim, Kel, uh, Kim Ellison's team – Remember last year, played for a state championship, Richard. Exactly. Really took a lot of people by surprise. Um, again, had a girl that put up 26 points a game and Taylor Williams. Um, this year, you know, having to replace someone that, that valuable is hard, but they're 8-6 and six or 1-0 in region play, and they got every bit of chance to at least make it to lead eight Final Four this year. I would have them right on the cusp too, Richard. Yeah, they're I, right there with Calvary. Yeah, I just think Calvary's path to the Gaps uh, championship is a little bit easier. But here's the thing. I agree with you on that aspect. Calvary did beat Brookstone earlier by 20, by 19, and Brookstone then avenged that. So they're both 1-1. One one. So right there, I, they probably have 10-A, 10-B is how I put Brookstone and yeah, Calvary. We, when we did the football rankings, we, we ranked two top 10 teams. Where we, had, we were ranked 10. I would, and I can understand too, Calvary, because I think they got a little bit better of a chance and path, easier path than um, Brookstone does. All right, let's go to the boys quickly so we can – Move on to the last couple of topics. Let's look at the boys real quick, Richard. Number one, excuse me, number 10 in the boys is the Brookstone Cougars at 7-6. and six. They're Actually, they've won two games. They beat Kendrick on Saturday. They, they, they beat Westfield School on Friday, so they are actually 9-6. and six. And I like what Coach Ivey's doing. He's establishing culture, um, replacing players last year, um, that one of them that hit a game-winning Daniels. shot, Jordan Daniels, yeah. um, also replacing the point guard, Dimitri Flowers. They had to replace a lot. Um, but Coach Avi, in his first season, really good friend of mine. I like what he's got over at Brookstone. They'll be competitive this year. I don't think they have enough to beat a Pacelli team yet. Um, but remember, this is only his first season, and the guys play hard. They've beaten Glenwood. That's a big win. They've beaten um, Calvary. Yeah. They've, had some, they've had some good wins this year. Like you said, they just beat Kendrick. They're at number 10. Number 9, the Columbus Blue Devils, who played Hardaway, excuse me, Carver, really hard, who's Very undefeated. Uh, Coach Ivy Sr., the dad of Carl Ivy. And, by the way, he was 2-0 against his son this year. So, yeah. we got to put Columbus high ahead. If you look, Columbus just plays in a, a tough region with Daugherty, Monroe, Carver and Columbus. That's four teams. I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. But maybe in any other region, Columbus, are they already in 2A? They're either going to win it, be a top two seed. This year, they're going to probably be three or four just because of the division and region they play in. But Coach Ivy, and it starts with the big man down in the middle. The big oak. We're we're giving them nicknames now. Oakley Koontz, but I, I guess that we're, we've given him a nickname, the Big Oak. But, uh, yeah, he's been just a dom- dominant player, just a great touch. 
just block shots, rebounds. I, I love the shooting of Robert Hartford. He won player of the game in the Muskogee County Christmas Tournament. But it starts with their point guard, Dre Wooten, uh, the assistant coach's son. As a, I, I love those three players for Columbus. Yes, their record, they had a great non-region record, and that's why we have them in our rankings. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to have a tough region, and uh, we're rooting for them. We hope that they can uh, make it into the playoffs this year. You know, they missed out on the playoffs last year. But, uh, yeah, Columbus is, is going to have a good season. I honestly would have had them ahead of the team that you have at number eight. I would have had Columbus at number eight. I was thinking about that, too, but Shaw the fact Shaw was six. Shaw placed fourth in the Muscogee County Christmas term. I kind of factored that in when I did my rankings. But, uh, yeah, Shaw, they had Carver on the ropes. They were up 40-19 to 19 in the semifinals of the Muscogee County Christmas tournament. They did lose to Hardaway. They will be able to avenge that loss at Shaw this Friday. But, uh, yeah, Shaw, I think that they lost a lot of players. I think, you know, losing a player like Jalen Bass, uh, you know, that's a lot of your scoring for a Coach Dickey team that, you know, we know about uh, his nickname is Old School, Coach Horton. Uh, we love Coach Horton and what he does at Shaw. Uh, Dorian Head, he didn't even play in the Muskogee County Christmas Tournament. He's back from injury. Uh, you got you got the, the shooting of Matthew Lewis. You yeah. got Jacavius Mason. But, but yeah, I think that Shaw, they, they had a very uh, – Tough time. They did beat Calvary, but yeah. They lost to Bainbridge. They lost to Bainbridge. Um, but Shaw High School. Um, Playing Chaco on Tuesday, by the way. Yeah, and so they have, which they beat Northside, they beat Calvary. Um, so they're 7 and 6 ish, and then they lost to Bainbridge. And then they got Chattahoochee County, like you talked about, then Hardaway, and then Cairo, another team in their region. So oh, they got a couple makers. of big games back to back this week. All right, let's continue. Number six, I agree with this one, the Hardaway Hawks, who are 10-6 this year. Oh, we, we did forget Russell County. Uh, Ru- excuse number me, seven. we did. Russell County at number seven. How about um, our guy uh, who has just been at Real Coach Battle, who's just done a great job with Russell County this year. They're competitive. They didn't make the playoffs last year, but we talked about this, Richard. We think Russell County, we got to call a game in which they lost, but they were competitive against a really good program from East Coweta. I like Russell County a lot, 10-4. and four. They got a big one against Central on Saturday. Oh, get ready. We're going to be there. I've already talked with Coach Knox. Can't wait. we got a bunch of games we're going to be doing this week. But Russell County Central, that's going to be phenomenal. And you talk about last time when these two teams uh, played. Uh, woo! There was some fighting going on in the stands. Yeah, so there Richard, was. There was. You better go buckled up for that one. But we can't wait for it. It's going it's to be a really good game. But Russell County at number seven. Coach Battles team looking like they're going to be either winning a region championship or definitely going to be making the playoffs. Well, they still have a very tough region. they got to play teams like Pike Road, Park Crossing. Yeah. But Russell County's really been on the doorstep of the playoffs the last couple of years. It really starts with their senior leader, Timothy Littleton III. He could shoot the lights out. He could also play defense. We saw him in the CB Hoops Perfect Practice Fall League. He's just an overall all-around great player. Down low under the post, uh, Malachi Dix and then TJ Upshaw. I mean, I've, I've known these kids since they were, you know, on the JV team when I was the PA announcer two years ago. I mean, I really love what Russell County and Coach Battle has done, and uh, that's why I got them number seven. All right, let's continue on. Number six, Hardaway, Coach Kendall Mills team, Makai Bitten, Zaire Hodge. I mean, these guys can fill up the basketball. They, he's 10-11 deep, all seniors. I like Hardaway. They lost to Cairo on the road by one. Again, oh, one between point. Bainbridge, Cairo, Shaw, and Hardaway, those are the teams that are going to make the playoffs this year. Um, 
I really like Hardaway a lot to win that region, and they came up just short. They got a big one on the road against Shaw. That's going to buy for who's going to win that region. But I think this is one of Coach Kendall Mill's best teams, and I think they could win the region, host a couple of playoff games. He could have them in the lead eight before you know it. Hardaway at number six, I do agree with. Absolutely. They do play Westover at Hardaway this Tuesday. That's another big region uh, team that actually went to the state championship two years ago and lost to Spencer. But uh, you talk about Zaire, nicknamed Slow Mo Hodge, who uh, he had just an incredible game. 13 points, 8 rebounds, and a win over Northside, 69-31. to 31. And uh, I gotta, when, we're going to have Coach Mills on the, the, the show on Tuesday. i got to ask him, he's got the hashtag fly silent. I just want to know what that means as he's got a senior-led team. You talk about Antonio Dorsch, Makai Benton, yeah. Zaire Hodge, I mean – you just have some Lamel Mims. I mean, just some great players, and I think that I cannot wait for that game Friday when they take on Shaw. I mean, that I, I can't that's either. huge, especially two region opponents. It's going to be a big game. It's going to get a lot of views. We're going to have. A, I'll tell you where we'll be here in just a moment. Let's rip through these quickly, Richard, because sure. we've gone kind of long on this more than I wanted to. Number five, um, I would have them a little bit higher because of the path. I think Glenwood's path an important team exactly. in the AISA and three A. Um, Bessemer's pretty good. They can face them. Um, they're, they're decent. Atalga, I think they'll be able to hang with them. I know they lost by 20, but they played them again this time. I, I would think Glenwood would, would handle them. And I know the game got canceled last week. We were going to do that. Right. Uh, the Gators um, playing really good basketball. Beat Stratford, avenged that loss against the team that won the state championship in the GIAA. They won the Border Wars championship. They've been on a roll since they lost that first game at the Tennessee tournament uh, a few weeks ago. And they since then, they've been on a long, about five, six-game winning streak. Coach Purdue's team with McCrane, you talked about. Griff Gardner's back now, uh, a good defensive anchor. you got Jadarian Holloway, swag. Swag for press. Are you wearing the shirt on the broadcast? <laughs> Great job, Richard. Um, he's, he's, he's coming into his own. I like this team. Levi Pender can fill it up. Sykes, I, I love the way Tyler Sykes plays. He can play inside, out. Um, just smart basketball team. McCrane blocking shots, getting dunks. Uh, Glenwood, they got a big one against Lee Scott. That's another Glenwood, Lee Scott, Bessemer. Those are the three teams I think could win a state championship right. in three A of the AISA. So that's going to be a big one on the road. Lee Scott's only got one loss. They did lose a deal for Windsor in the Border Wars first round, but the Gators playing real good basketball right now. Great job, Coach. Food number five, number four, Spencer. They're ten and one, and they're. I think they're going to run away with their region. They're going to have 25 wins this year, and they're going to be hosting a playoff game. Coach Quintavious Allen, he's picking up where he left off. Last time he was a coach there, guess what happened? They won a state championship. Absolutely. And looking like this year, he may win a two-way, another two-way state championship. Number three, the Central Red Devils came up short against a good Auburn team. Gonya, Pearson, these guys, they could they can ball over Daniels. at Auburn. Daniels. Uh, these guys can ball over at Auburn. Uh, Fletcher. And they're 18-3. and three. Auburn and Hoover, those are the two teams probably the favorites to win it all. But Central, top three team in 7-8. I have them at number two. Um, I think they played a little bit tougher schedule in Central. Uh, obviously with Hill and uh, all those Townsend, guys. Yeah, and da Bryce Dawson. Dawson. I mean, they, they, they're, they're loaded. And Central, we'll, they'll arrange that loss against Auburn when they play them at home. You have Carver, number two. And then, of course, I agree with the number one team, Pacelli. They play the toughest schedule. They're 9-4. They're the favorite to win in GIAA. They got, I think, a good path. Um, they're talented. They can play almost in any league because they played almost every team from 
every classification from three different states. Uh, Carver, undefeated, really good. I think he's going to win their region. Coach Allen's 3A Carver Tigers, they're deep. Uh, Tony Montgomery, Jacoby Castle coming into his own now. Um, Ace Thomas. Yeah, J Champs. Thompson, Truesdale, they got they are deep. And they Coach, I, deep. I like their team. Eight, you said Ace Thomas, um, but I think Central's play a little bit tougher of a schedule. I would have Pacelli one, Central two, and then Carver three. But really good list, Richard, and got great games this week. I do think that I rewarded Carver for being undefeated when I did my rankings, uh, and that and that's why I love the feedback that you know we could change up these rankings. We'll have new rankings on Tuesday, and I just think that. Carver's going to have a tough schedule. You got to play teams like Monroe and Doherty, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know if Carver's going to win their region because it's but, tough. Monroe is really Monroe good. Monroe and Doherty Only are three really losses. good. And Monroe, like Carver, is ranked in the top ten. Actually, if you look at the Sandy Spills ranking, they're in the top five. So yeah. we may be doing a Monroe Carver game. Possibly. They're playing at Carver later on this year. So Richard, we might as well go ahead and start planning that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to give up, uh, talk about where we're going to be this week, hit on some right. little bit of NFL, not much. We'll talk more about that on Tuesday, and then hit on um, some of the national championship at Georgia Alabama Sports Live. We'll be back after this. All right, welcome back, everyone. Where we're going to be this week? So we got our show. We're going to well, first. We got Sports Visions tomorrow, four to six p.m. Me and DJ Jones finally back in studio. National Championship Monday. Oh yeah. Ninety-two-one Smooth R&B Sports Visions Facebook page. Make sure to find me and DJ then tomorrow afternoon. Then on Tuesday we got another Georgia Alabama Sports Live Show. We'll try to be maybe next Tuesday, the Tuesday after that. Maybe try to get back into Happy Hour Bar and Grill. Then on Thursday. We're going to be busy. we got the Sports Pitchers Radio Show 4 to 6 p.m. And then that night, we got Lee Scott Glenwood that we're going to be at. And then also Sneed State CVCC. That's number one versus number two in the state of Alabama. Uh, so busy, 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 Richard. Right. Um, then on Friday, doubleheader, Hardaway Shaw, Konos Calvary. Then on Saturday, doubleheader, Russell County Central, Sandy Greek Pacelli. We don't know yet for sure if we're going to be at – Glenwood, Lee Scott, but it's looking like it. Everything else we will be at. Russell County Central, Sandy Creek Pacelli, Konos Calvary, Hardaway Shaw, Sneed State, CVCC. Just busy Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, so can't wait for that. Georgia Alabama Sports Live show on Tuesday. Um, glad to get back into it. We're going to be hitting on a lot of teams, Hardaway and Shaw. We're hitting on Calvary, Glenwood, Pacelli, Russell County, and Central, and, of course, CVCC. Um, and let's talk CVCC real quick. The girls, they're about third or fourth in the state. Um, Coach Joe Richardson's got a good program. They're seven and eight. Again, this is his first season. They're a short bench. Once he starts getting – he didn't have a lot of time to recruit. So once he gets his culture established, more of his people that he's going to recruit, um, they'll be fine. The girls there now are really good ball players, And and in the state – Tournament, um, I see them being competitive. So I like Coach Richardson's team. And on the boys' side, Coach Bird, thirteen and four. Mm -hmm. um, they're undefeated in region. I mean, state tournament. So how the state tournament is broken up? There's seventeen junior colleges. In previous years, all seventeen played in one conference, Alabama Community College Conference. Well, they decided to split up into two divisions. And in junior college, there's three divisions: divisions one, two, and three. Well, CBCC and Coach Ben Hicks thought. 
that for girls and boys basketball and softball, um, that they will be more competitive playing Division Two and baseball playing Division One because when you think baseball in the state of Alabama, you think CBCC. I mean, there's so much winning, especially with Coach Thomas and now Coach Vic. Um, but the boys now playing Division Two, but their number one team in the Division Two. There's right. nine teams in Division Two, eight in Division One. They win that. They win the state. They play in the college tournament that's got eight teams or 16 teams, and they could win it all this year. I'm telling you, they're a top 10 team nationally in Division Two of junior college, number one team in the state, and they got to take on the number three team in Bevel on the road on Monday, and then at home against Seed State, that's number two team. Cannot wait for that. But Coach Bird and Coach Richardson, they're getting gearing up. We're going to have all the action for you on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Richard, give us a quick update on the CSU men's and women's teams real quickly before we had talk about the national championship. Well, the Columbus State Cougars are 2-0 in the Peach Belt. They get an overtime win over Augusta University. Good and, job for Coach Moore. And Wisdom Ubo, leading scorer. You like Wisdom, don't oh, you? You I, like saying that I name. love the fact that he went from five points a game last year to 12 points a game this year. Coach Robert Moore's got a good team. They're going to be on the road this Wednesday in America's Georgia, taking on a longtime rival, Georgia Southwestern University. Uh, but we're excited about Columbus State Cougars. Coach Hauser. And by the way, have, real quickly, Richard, I just got a comment and saw Ben Hicks. Is, Coach Hicks is actually watching right now with us. And thank you, Coach Hicks. I did an interview with him. Great things are happening at CV, and we're glad to be a partner with them. And uh, like I said, a uh, big win for the men's program as they played at home. The girls have not played, but the men's played at home. Um, beat Andrew College, a junior college from Georgia. And then they beat Thomas um, University. On Wednesday, so now right. they're 13 and four. They are undefeated. They have only one loss at home. They're undefeated in region, division play. So big games next week for CBCC. Make sure to tune in Thursday. Can't wait for that. Richard, back to CSU. Well, I do want to talk about the the Columbus and State by the Lady way, Cougars. Wisdom Ubo just saw a comment from Coach Hicks. Sorry to interrupt one more time, Richard. Former Chattanooga Valley Community College. There you player. go. So I love that. Pulling up big time. And uh, maybe Amari Hamilton will be a future Columbus State Cougar. He's well, the lead scorer he, he in the state of 22.2 points a game. Amari. And then Elijah Marsh. I mean. Great players at CBCC. Micah Hoover, who can block every every shot. They are so athletic and long. Now, they do got a short bench now because of some academic ineligibility for some players. And I hate that for Coach Bird. Um, but I still like this team a lot. And they're, they're going to be really competitive. But. Coach Hicks, one of the best ADs, one of the best guys around, really good coach at Georgia Southwestern, great longtime assistant with Coach Moore, did great things at CV, established a culture there, and now is the AD, and he, he, he's got a great vision for CBCC Athletics, and I, I'm glad I, I, I'm partnering with him, and I cannot wait for the future of, of CBCC. All right, real quickly, finish up CSU men's and women's, Richard, well, so we can talk a little bit about the national championship. Well, Columbus State is 8-3 and three on the season. I mean, they picked up two big wins. Uh, the CSU Lady Cougars, led by Coach Matt Hauser, they are 5-5 five and five on the season. They picked up their first win in the Peach Belt on Wednesday against Georgia College. And a big shout-out to the former Shaw Lady Raider, Breland Snipes. She went to go play at Kennesaw State. She transferred closer to home, playing for CSU. She led all scores with 18 points. Uh, the women's team did lose to Augusta University on Saturday night, but I believe that Coach Hauser has got them in the right direction. They're 5-5, five and five, getting ready to take on Georgia Southwestern University on Wednesday. All right, Columbus State will be there. We'll try to – well, if it's on Wednesday, we're pretty available. Maybe we can make an appearance for the men's and women's teams. And 
Again, we, we, we show them love as we show CBCC. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Coach Sparks and Columbus State for being sponsors during the Border Wars, the Muscogee County Christmas Tournament. All right, we won't touch on NFL because we still got one more game. Playoffs pretty much solidified. In the I, NFC. NFC, but ready I, to go. I, I really want to hit 11-6, and 12-5 would be a, a, a good season with that schedule. 7-10. and 10. Ritter was terrible. Get rid of the coach. Get rid of the quarterback. Keep everybody else. They'll be competitive. And your 49ers are the number one seed. But Miami Dolphins and, and Bills still got to play out with who where the seedings are. The teams all made it. But we'll talk about that on Tuesday. I do want to hit on Michigan and Washington. Undefeated, number one versus number two. Alabama Crimson Tide coming up short against Michigan. Unbelievable play call um, for, you know, the Michigan – I mean, not Michigan, but for Alabama to Milrow – Obviously a really good player, had a great season, but has his limitations. And I just couldn't believe that Alabama's played his – being a national championship game, this is Coach Aven's best coaching that he's done. And everybody's talking about it and keeps making the point that – and I, I thought about it too. The snaps that were so bad and the fact they made it, with that being a huge problem all season long, is pretty incredible feat. But Michigan and Washington – who would have thought this would have been a national championship game? And I think it would not be surprising if the Wolverines lose to Washington. Well, it's a matchup between just two big future Big Ten teams. Losing your voice. <laughs> like I did a couple weeks ago. This is next year's Big Ten. They could be in a Big Ten championship game next year. <laughs> yeah. These two teams are playing for a national ch- championship. So they're making the Big Ten look good. We had a potential where it was going to be Alabama-Texas – Two future two SEC, SEC, but they both lost. But the look at the, you know how it is, man, to have two SEC, two Big Ten, basically for next year in the Final Four. I guess that's where they're expanding to twelve. I'm, I'm going to go Michigan because I think this is a team of destiny. They have overcome so much with Harbaugh six being suspended for six games, um, seven games, excuse me. First four, last three, to still win a championship. They have leaders like McCarthy and Corum and Donovan Edwards, um, Sharon Moore, the offensive coordinator, being excellent. Right. Um, and the defensive coordinator that had all the blitzes, great timing, and just dominate Alabama the way they did on the defensive side of the ball for a good portion of that game. I got Michigan winning it all. And shout out to Buckets. Finally, Jim Harbaugh bringing Michigan back to the promised land. I think they win it all. I've got some examples of national championships where just one player just took over the game. 2006, Vince Young, Texas over USC. 2011 championship, the 2010 season, Cam Newton, Auburn beating Oregon. I just think that Michael Penex Jr. is just one special quarterback, and he's got the best offensive line in college football. He's got NFL receivers. He's got three receivers, and I can't remember their names, but they're going to be in the NFL, and the way that he just aired Oduze, the ball out. Romeo Duze is a really good yeah. wide receiver for Washington. Absolutely. Yeah, and Michael Pernex Jr., he aired the ball out against Texas. I know Texas made a lot of mistakes in that game. That game could have been a lot more of a blowout for Washington. But you're right. You have just a solid team that plays physical defense. You have the best defense in college football going up against a high-powered offense in Washington. It's going to be a fun matchup. I I think that Washington could win, but Michigan, with everything they went through, losing two 
semifinal college football playoff games in the last two years. How could you not root for Jim Harbaugh to win a national championship? But how can you not root for someone like Michael Penix Jr., who yeah. has transferred from Indiana, is a, a guy that's 24 years old trying to win a national championship, just holds his head high, very well-spoken, a guy that is just representing college football in the best way. But Michigan, I just think they're a team that it doesn't matter who's coaching them. that They know the mission. They know what they're, they're good at. Um, and, and Roman Wilson, Loveland, Cornelius Johnson, those are the three leading receivers for Michigan. Obviously, Washington's got the better skill set players. I think Dylan Johnson is just as good oh, as yeah. running back as Blake Corm uh, and McCarthy. But I think it's the defense of Michigan that is really going to hurt Washington. Because um, I don't think they face someone as physical as Michigan's going to be with them. And then on the flip side, Washington's defense gives up a lot in the run. They're one of the worst secondaries. Uh, I think Michigan wins this, and uh, Michigan national champions. Well, Tuesday, we're going to talk NFL. Um, we'll talk about any other things that are happening around college football as we wrap up that season. And then we're going to get our Georgia-Alabama Sports Live high school basketball rankings. We'll drop them, oh, too. I can't wait. Talk to some coaches. It's going to be about an hour, hour and a half show. But from Thrift Behringer, Richard Oldridge, we say thank you so much. Great Schedule for you this week. Monday, Sports Visions, 92.1 Smooth R&B, Sports Visions Facebook page, Georgia Alabama Sports Live Show right here on YouTube and Facebook. Then Thursday, um, we're going to have doubleheader, Lee Scott, Glenwood, CBC Sneed State. Friday, doubleheader, Konos, Calvary, Hardaway, Shaw. Saturday, doubleheader, Russell County Central, CBCC, Denmark Tech, tripleheader, honestly. Oh, I can't wait. CBCC, Denmark Tech, Russell County Central Boys, and then girls and boys, Pacelli taking on Sandy Creek from Third Baron to Richard Aldridge. If you're looking for the sponsor, see that graphic at the bottom? We can make you part of it as well. Um, all you got to do is call me, 706-325-6040. Message, PM, DM me. Let me know you want to be a sponsor. And uh, we'll see you later on. Have a good night. Georgia-Alabama Sports Live.